Queer Eye. Dude, I've been binging this show like you don't even know. Oh, like, it's so good. <laughs> I'm just watching and crying and watching and crying. everybody and welcome to another episode of This, That, and the Other Thing. I'm Stephanie along with my work from home, cook at home, do everything from home co-host Danielle. Hello my quarantine friends. And let's face it, there has been a lot of binge watching going on in our lives these days. So chances are you've dabbled in a bit of Netflix yourself. And if so, chances are that you may have come across this amazing duo from season two of Queer Eye or another little show on Netflix called Stranger Things. We're so excited to have them here in the virtual studio. Please welcome William and Shannon Mankin. Yay! Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Now, you guys live in Georgia, right? Just outside of Atlanta? Yes, about an hour and a half north, yes. Okay. So, and how's lockdown been for you guys? We're actually up in New Jersey, so we're we're in the thick of it here. So, how's everything down south? Uh, well, for us, we still have to go to work every day. Uh, still doing the same job every day. So okay. it really hasn't affected us too much it's, other than having to wear a mask. Uh, it is pretty much the same same thing every day. So. Well, that's quite different than up here. <laughs> yeah, everybody here is pretty much home. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys are working. Uh, we have a few friends that are doing that too, you know, in healthcare or grocery. Um, so, it's, you, I mean, you guys are in the front lines of it when you're out there. It's a, a risk. Now, is everybody... Um, in your area, is it like a lockdown or is it, um, are they opening things up down there? Uh, we don't, uh, where we live or where we work, uh, there's very few non-essential businesses. Everything is pretty much essential through here. So mm-hmm. it really wasn't too much of a lockdown. Uh, they did close our parks for a little while, Okay. Uh, but they reopened them like a week and a half, two weeks later. Um, other than that, I mean, it's, it's been everybody's trying to do the social distancing uh, and we're trying to keep the masks and, and so on and so forth. But for the most part, it really hasn't hit us too hard here. Well, let's keep that that way. Hopefully that's good. Yeah. Um, so as Steph mentioned before, um, your love story was featured on season two, episode two of Queer Eye. Uh, we didn't really get to hear too much about how you two met. So how did you two meet? <laughs> okay. Um so we work for Walmart, and um, we were both going through the management training to become assistant managers. Um, <clears throat> he lived in Alabama. I lived in Georgia. And they put us in um, – the, the training we did was in Woodstock, Georgia. Um, and it just happened that um, it was close enough for him to drive um, to the training, so that's where he was trained. <clears throat> I mean, that's where he was sent to train. And we just started working um, together in the in the training program, and it just kind of happened from there. Oh, that's so sweet! And now you guys, now you guys still work together? Yep, we do. We work in the same store. Um, we're no, we are no longer assistant managers, though. Um, that kind of I, I was an assistant for three years, um, but I realized. I don't like managing that many people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> and it takes you away from your family a lot. So. 
Yeah. Oh, well, that, yeah. So, and you guys have a family. You guys have quite a family, right? Yes. Right, right. Yes. Well, I was going to say, Danielle has two cats, and I have two kids and with one on the way coming in July. So you guys have both, right? Cats and kids. So you have a lot <laughs> going on in your plate. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, we have um, six children combined and um, actually six cats combined. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's perfect. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Shannon, you were the one that nominated William uh, for the show. Uh, what was your main reason behind it? And what was your reaction when you found out that he'd been selected? Um, so my main reason at the time was <clears throat> he had gotten pretty scruffy. <laughs> um, he did, he would, um, he actually, and one of the pictures I sent in for his submission, he had a man bun. Uh, oh. <laughs> and wow. That probably didn't look I too actually, bad. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say, he didn't actually look too bad on him. Um, and, you know, he just had little quirks, like um, tucking in his T-shirt, which he kind of still does. Um, and I think I described him once as the kind of guy you would see wearing socks with sandals. <laughs> I, I don't wear <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't wear socks with sandals, but that's just kind of how, at one point, it was. he was getting to that, that point. Yeah. And... In, in a little defense of myself, I, I was shooting a lot of background for TV. I was in The Walking Dead just a few weeks before, so I I was intentionally growing my hair out for that. Uh, and he, he was. And I kind of just did it as a joke um, just to see what would happen. And when I got the call, I didn't believe her. She said she was from New York, from Netflix. And I was like, yeah, this is a scam. Yeah. So yep. I didn't really believe her. But then she also sent emails and everything. So I was like, okay, well, maybe this is legit. And it was, yeah. I was in shock. And she actually. wasn't asking for like your social security number or your bank account number. Right. So that's that's good. No, I mean, just, when, just the word, hey, I'm so-and-so from Netflix here in New York. I was like, just, it kind of threw me. Wow. So... I guess when the whole show got started and they started, like, all the guys came into your home and started to get to, get to know you and your life, what was that like? Well, well I know for me it was uh, – I'm not a kind of a social person, uh, so to be, suddenly be surrounded by people I really didn't know. And they're, they're very hands-on and like to hug and have their <laughs> hands on your shoulder when they're talking to you, and it was – it took me a little while to adjust to it, but once I got to learn their personalities, I felt a little more comfortable uh, interacting with them. So it, it took a, a couple hours at least because they were there all the time. <laughs> oh, God. See, you don't see that on the show. <laughs> yeah, no, you seem very comfortable with them. I mean, yeah. you're in the crop top, really, at, you know, at some point. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he adjusts to his surroundings sometimes. Yeah. But. That's well, perfect. they're very open and they're, they're very. Uh, you see a lot of their personality. Actually, you don't see a lot of their personality in the show because uh, they kind of edit it in a way. But they're very, very, uh, I don't know how to word it, uh, very open to talk to. Uh, they, they're very comfortable to be around. So. Well, that's, that's really great. Yeah, it is really great. Especially, well, what, what they're, they're doing for you, too. I mean, you really want to be able to connect with them to take everything in stride and, and go forward with everything that they're was quote unquote teaching you, but you know, whatever they're, they're giving you. So that's really good that they were, that they were like that and not just for the show. Right. Right. 
Uh, so, you know, speaking of the show, it's basically what we see is kind of in fast forward in comparison to what you're going through. Uh, so, William, were you getting more nervous or more calm, cool, collected as time went on uh, as you were preparing to ask Shannon to marry you? Uh, actually, because of everything that was happening during the week, uh, I didn't have much time to think about it because they were literally running me from one area to the next. Uh, you got to drive through Atlanta to get to the jewelry store. Then we have to drive through Atlanta in order to get to uh, the cheese shop. And so it was a constant. And then they would give me homework at night. And that's that would take me to like midnight to finish. Uh, and and by the time the uh, proposal actually came around, I had realized I hadn't uh, remembered or memorized the speech I wanted to give. <laughs> uh, so I had this whole long speech. And when it came down to actually saying it, I only remembered what you see on the TV. Uh, I only remembered those few lines. I didn't remember anything else. Oh. Like, even as I was getting dressed, I was I had the paper in front of me trying to remember everything I could, and, and because there, there was just there wasn't any time, it was it was just running all the time. I would imagine that whole week seems like everything that happens in that course of the week is just so so much, I and mean, we only see forty five minutes of it, so I, it's got to be exhausting. <laughs> Oh yeah, I and mean, they probably got a good 40, 50 hours of footage during the week, and then, like, like you said, they only cut it down to those forty minutes. So. And you were so emotional throughout the episode, William. It seemed like you were really so thankful for everything that had been going on, and you know, I think that's why you guys were such the fan favorite too. Is like your love story was radiating, but you both seemed just like genuine, humble people um, that people could relate to, and uh, you know, that was really touching, honestly. Um, would you say that the Fab Five changed your life? Have you maintained everything of what they left you with? And more importantly, do you still make that vegetable candy? Because I still keep saying I'm going to make it, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I haven't made that in a while, but I, actually that was a staple of ours for a little while. <laughs> it is so good. It really is. Um, I don't do the French tuck. Uh, I tried it for a day. It just doesn't feel right for me. Mm -hmm. uh, Shannon actually does it all the time. Uh but everything else that they've taught me, uh, the hair care, except for right now, because I got quarantine hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been trying to keep that up. Um, uh, I, I try to maintain as much as I can from them. Um, but like I said, I, I just couldn't do the French ducks. Well, you know, fun fact, too, is uh, when you took a trip to the dermatologist with Jonathan, they used that um, the Vizia to analyze the skin. My husband actually helped develop that software. And uh, so we were watching the episode and all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden he's like, hey, that's my program, which is funny because he works, you know, behind the scenes and it's mostly for doctors. So to see like an actual program on there, it was like, oh, that was cool. So just different. Oh, yeah, that, that was a fun little morning, too. Uh, they, they didn't show a lot of it. But they actually gave me a little massage and uh, they did facial treatments and all kinds of stuff. It was actually a, a long morning, a few hours, but they only really showed a couple minutes. But the, the, that whole morning was pretty pretty fun sounds relaxing i was just gonna say <laughs> well right now anything sounds relaxing <laughs> just to get out of the house you know so of course you know they're called the fab five for a reason they're all amazing in their own way but would you say you have one of them is your spirit animal in a way um <laughs> uh, I, I i really connected with tan because of his sense of humor uh we actually had some long conversations off camera uh, so he was the one that I connected with the most. Uh, Jonathan, he is, he is a 
ball of energy. <laughs> I don't know. Being a non-social person, I don't know if I could spend too much time around him. But <laughs> the time I did spend with him, he was so much fun. And we laughed so hard. Uh, but but the, but they're all great. So how about you, Shannon? Did you get to spend some time with them too? Um, I actually only got to spend um, a little bit of time here in, when, when they came to the house after they met us at the bowling alley. Um, I didn't get to spend as much time with them as he did because mm-hmm. um, he spent the whole week with them. I only spent, I don't know, maybe two hours with them. Um, and they're all amazing, just fun guys. Um, I really enjoyed my conversation with Karamo. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he was some somebody that I connected with a little bit more than any of the other ones. He seems super deep, you know, like very emotional and can almost like connect with you. But again, we see it all through the screen. It's really cool that you guys have had that experience, you know, like with them. I was just going to say with Karamo, he can look at you and make you cry. I mean, like he's deep. I believe it. Um, I've seen you guys have connected with a few other of the Queer Eye heroes on the show. Uh, you had a double date night with Tom and, of course, the recreation photo of uh, Cindy Crawford and company with Neil, Jason, Skylar, Corey. Um, are you guys close to anyone? Do you keep in touch? I know, Shannon, you were like in a hot air balloon once with Jason, right? Yeah, yeah. We um, uh, we planned that. I planned that pretty early. It got moved because of wind or whatever. Um, and when it came time to go, William was in a play, so he couldn't go. So I just kind of asked around and Jason said he was free. So, um, my daughter and his brother, we all kind of went together and yeah, went into a little hot air balloon ride. Um, but yeah, we actually talked to Corey, um, and, and, uh, we haven't really talked to many of them, lately but we we do yeah. still keep in contact on through social media yeah since the quarantine started we haven't been keeping up uh like we normally would uh but we had been pretty close with uh neil and and Ty- uh, skylar, skylar. Yeah. uh of course Corey. we've been talking to Corey actually a lot lately uh we went up to kansas city and visited uh the season three uh heroes oh yes that's right i did remember seeing that really neat and do you guys have i mean do you feel like you guys have like a special bond it's like really cool that like you guys have something similar but yet you all have your own experience so you guys connect a, on like a different level so it's kind of like do you just connect through social media does the show put you in touch with each other uh, yeah. Actually, yeah we actually just we did that on our own we just we just wanted to hang out with somebody and we thought uh, tom would be the best one at the, the uh, for the initial mm-hmm. uh, meet because he was uh yeah, yeah. He was in an episode with a a relationship just like ours, mm-hmm. uh, so we thought that would be fun to do a double date. Uh, and I really, honestly, never expected like Entertainment Weekly and People Magazine and everybody to pick up on it and just <laughs> blow it <laughs> way out of proportion. Uh, uh, but it, it was a lot of fun. And then he invited us to go whitewater rafting, which was so much fun. I've never been before, so that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, and we actually, I, he kind of dropped off Instagram, so it's, it's, it's been hard to get a hold of him lately. But uh, I, I like to actually go out with him again. He is he is a lot of fun, <laughs> and he is so social when it comes to the anybody. He'll just walk up to anybody. Is like, do you have Netflix? Do you watch Queer Eye? Yeah. Hey, I'm Tom, and you know, over here is William. You know, it's, that's nice, cause especially if you're on the quieter side, you have someone that you know can <laughs> can do that for you. Kind of take the reins and chat everybody up a bit 
Yeah. Uh, when we went out to that Mexican restaurant, I mean, we probably took 200 selfies and every <laughs> one of them was somebody he brought to the table to, to meet us. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I am going to switch gears a little bit here. Uh, you both clearly have a love for the arts with your painting and the amazing proposal. When did that start for each of you? When did you know you were kind of on the creative side? I've always had kind of a creative streak. Uh, and my actually my oldest daughter actually brought it out in me because she always wants to learn. Uh, she wanted to learn how to paint like Bob Ross, so I had to learn how to paint. Uh, she wanted to learn to play violin, so I had to learn to play violin so I could teach her. Uh, so she actually uh, uh, started my spark. Uh, and from there, just learning it, and just I just enjoyed it so much that I, I've just kept up with everything. Uh, and then I added writing and photography and uh, filmmaking all into it. So it's just I, – I, I, something I never really did as a, as a kid was be on the creative side. So it's something that I've really enjoyed. Kind of wish I'd started when I was younger, uh, but I've really enjoyed it. So. I don't, I don't really have a creative side, um, but he, he's the one who taught me. Um, William is the one who taught me how to paint. Um, so that's where I've kind of got some of my inspiration. Um, <clears throat> just um, having him teach me. You guys are literally the cutest. Like, <laughs> you're always, like, so cute. Now you're painting together. That's adorable. I mean, Shannon, you take photography, right? Do you, like, style photography? Well, I, again, it's something he does. So he's just kind of showing me how to um, see, like, mm -hmm. see what he sees and how he how he takes pictures. Um, I do it. I try to do it um because if I don't do it right, sometimes he's like, that's not right. You have to do it this way. <laughs> so I, I want to make sure that I get the picture just right for him. So I'm trying to, you know, just learn yeah, so she, I get it right. She usually ends up being the inspiration because uh, it was actually her idea to do that uh, Cindy Crawford photo. Because um, I was trying to find a new photo to do the recreation because I had a whole series of them. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to find a new one. And she came across that one and thought that would be great. And why not just grab a couple other heroes and, and just, you know have a day of it that was great i love that it was great and then you did the ones where you you guys um did the recreation of like you know karamo and tan you know all the guys like both of you that, that was awesome those look really cute yeah that those were fun uh let's talk a little bit about stranger things william you've worked on the show for a few seasons yes and actually it became a family affair because shannon you were also on the show and as well as two of your kids yeah my two children um they were on the last episode of season, season two. two. Um, and you can't really see my, you can't really find my daughter if you're, if you're um, uh, trying to, but uh, my son is actually in like the main scene uh, when 11 comes into the, um, the when, she, when she comes into the snowball the and, and uh, Mike turns and looks at her, he's actually sitting at the table with him and he turns and looks too. Uh, so one thing when I, when I actually was, took her kids up there and mm -hmm. her, her daughter, Alex, just talked to everybody. It's like, you know, don't bother the actors, but she'd just go up to everybody and, you know, Nancy and all the kids <laughs> and just talk to them and shake their hands and just hang out with them. And it's like, you, you can't do that as a background. <laughs> uh, and her son, Ryan, I told him one thing you never do as a, as working in film is you never look at the camera. 
And I, you know, I, I never look at the camera. Don't ever look at the camera. So we actually found him eight times in the show, and every single time he's looking at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate case of exactly when you tell a kid not to do something, they're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I bet that was super fun uh, for them and and for you guys, of course. Yes. Are we? Are you guys? Will we be seeing you in um, any of the next season? Uh, I was actually scheduled to start shooting uh, when this whole thing started. I was actually eight days away from my uh, my uh, set date. Uh, uh, so it's all been pushed back. So we, we, we don't know at this point when it's going to pick up again. So. To be continued. Yes. So with everything you've been a part of, you know, Queer Eye, Stranger Things, etc., like, do you always have in the back of your mind something like, wow, what I'm doing right now is going to be seen by so many people? Um, I don't think I ever really uh, noticed it. I think I knew Queer Eye was going to be big, but I didn't realize it was going to be that big. I mean, it was it was massive. Um, but I think the the one time it really dawned on me how many people are watching something uh, was when I was in The Resident uh, on Fox. Mm-hmm. I was in the pilot episode, the very first scene. I'm the one that. Uh, he does the epidectomy on and accidentally kills me. Oh. Uh, and that was viewed by 8.8 million people. And when I read that number, it was like, that's just, that's just I can't fathom 8.8 million people watching me do something. Yeah, that must be crazy. Yeah, that's, that's like, yeah, to comprehend that. Oh, my God. Have you, um, out of all of the shows that you have been on, is there one that sticks out to you as one, your favorite that you like? Uh, well, I've done so many. Uh Oh, Kevin saves the world. Kevin probably saves the world. Yes, Kevin probably saves the world. That was a lot of fun. I that was one of my favorite shows. I was so sad. <laughs> well, we all were. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, but I of the sixteen episodes, I ended up in fourteen of them. Uh, it was so much fun working with uh, uh, Ritter. He, he is so much like his dad. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, there's one time where he was doing a scene and he had to stand up from the booth. And he tripped and he fell on the floor and just stood right up and you could just see his father in him. And it just, he's so much, I don't know, he's so, he's so much fun to work with. And he just, he's so nice to everybody. Um, and my daughter actually, uh, Eliana, she loves Gravity Falls. And it turns out he's one of the voices and she's like, uh, he's one of her idols because she wants to be a voice actor just like he, just like him. So. Oh yeah. That, I mean, we were, again, we were so upset with that. It was canceled or like no no this is a great show uh, but that was really cool that you had to be part of such so many episodes of it yes yes uh, but there's so many things i've done like the walking dead was a lot of fun it was really hot out and but it was so much fun and uh to be able to do a little bit of action and uh, some uh minor stunt work uh, I did some stunt work in Baby Driver, some driving. Oh, Baby Driver is um, one of my favorite but movies. I actually meeting people like I, The Rock and uh, Nicolas Cage. Uh, just, just, just seeing people in, in in real life and interacting and just seeing that. And I don't know that that to me is just just really cool. Just to just to meet the people, the, the crew and the cast and everybody is just the, the whole industry is, is like a one big family. Yeah, you know, I've realized too is like um, I've just started watching on Disney Plus. They have a show called Prop Culture, and uh, just seeing how 
how much goes into movies? Like, I mean, when you have a general idea, you say, oh, yeah, you know, it costs them millions of dollars. It takes a long time. But just seeing this half hour show about, uh, you know, just the props in general and how much work goes into that, then you're building the sets and you're getting all of the cast and, you know, everybody comes in. Like, there's just so much that's involved in it. You really do become a family. And, um, and on the show, you know, they have, they bring some of the folks back, you know, from the show to reunite them with, you know, a costume that they wore or, you know, a, a set they designed. And like seeing the emotion that brings back to them, it's just like, wow, it really, it must really stick, stay with you for a long time. I'll have to check that show out. I've seen it, but I haven't watched it yet. That sounds uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. They did, I think it's eight episodes and um, really cool nostalgia stuff to check out too. Like some of the old movies, Roger Rabbit and uh, The Muppets and uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Some really good ones. <laughs> uh, so do you have any new projects that are in the works or what do we, can we hear what's next for both of you? Uh, well, for me, since we can't film at the moment, I mean, technically I was getting ready to shoot season four of uh, Stranger Things. Uh, I was also rehearsing for a play, uh, actually two plays. Uh, and both of them got uh, postponed. Uh, so I've actually turned to writing. I've actually written a full feature-length film, and now I'm trying to convert it into a Quibi format, do little 10-minute snippets. Uh, I've also tried to write a book, and, well, just trying to work full-time all the time. So I, I'm, I'm constantly doing something. Um, so I'm, I, I stay pretty busy all the time. Yeah, that sounds like a handful of things. <laughs> I'm just working. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> and you guys have an anniversary coming up, right? Is it is it in June? Yes. Yes. It'll be two years. Wow. Well, happy anniversary a little early. <laughs> Thank you. It'll be, a, I'm sure, a unique one to celebrate with everything the way it is to come up with some creative date night or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll figure something out all right quick shout out to our affiliate buzzsprout yes buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform they will set you up with a podcast website audio players you can drop into other websites analytics to see how people are listening and so much more following the link in the show notes let's buzzsprout know we sent you gets you a 20 dollars amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show so if you're ready to get behind the mic and hit record let buzzsprout help you on your way and now it's time for something to know we sometimes mix the extras in movies, but not this time. In the Star Wars scene, when Luke, Han, Princess Leia, and Chewie are trapped in one of the trash compactors, stormtroopers manage to unseal a blast door. As they enter, one of them hits his head on the same blast door. While this was considered a blink-and-you'll-miss-it moment, a thud sound effect was added in a special edition to the highlight reel. And now you know. Uh, so we like to do a little segment called Would You Rather?, so we ask you questions, and would you rather this or would you rather that? Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with the first one here. Would you rather be in a zombie apocalypse or a robot apocalypse? Oh, I think I'd rather be in the zombie apocalypse if there are the zombies from The Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Not the ones from the Z. World. Yeah, the, the the World War Z. Z yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, they're too fast. <laughs> Uh, robots seem like they'd be a little too intelligent, a little too precise. So I, I think I'd go with the zombies. So. Yeah, I think I would. 
I would do that as well. <laughs> well, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> same, same. Uh, so would you rather be chronically underdressed or chronically overdressed? <laughs> wow. Um, I would go with over because I'm always cold. Uh, I'll, I'll go with overdressed as in being too formal for the situation. Uh, I always like dressing up and, 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 and just being in like suits and things. So I, 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 in that form, I think I'd go with overdressed. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. <laughs> I think we both agree. Although, of course, it would be like way more comfortable to be underdressed, but you know, for the fashion. Well, during this time, we can be <laughs> underdressed, right? <laughs> Not if you're going to work every day. Uh, so, would you rather buy 10 things you don't need every time you go shopping or always forget the one thing that you need when you go to the store? Oh. Uh, we already do that, both of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I would rather have 10 things I don't need because hopefully eventually you'll need them, but you always need the one thing you forget. Yeah, that's always my problem. I'm always forgetting that one thing. <laughs> would you rather watch nothing but Hallmark Christmas movies or nothing but horror movies? Oh, Hallmark Christmas. Yeah, we already do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like horror movies. Yeah, I'm not a horror fan either. I'll take Hallmark Christmas movies or a mystery or... One of those things. My husband's really into the horror and the sci-fi. I can dabble into the sci-fi, but the horror, eh. Yeah, I don't even remember the last horror movie I saw. I mean, I don't, I don't do scary. Yeah, when it comes to horror, I like a movie like the the Mummy with Brandon Fraser, or or something where they're trying to find something in like a, a tomb or a, a, a pyramid or something. But just a straight up slasher film, I, I don't care for those. Uh, I guess our last one here, would you rather oversleep every day for a week or not get any sleep at all for four days? I know you'd rather oversleep. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather oversleep. I love sleep. <laughs> um, I, I would love to try to oversleep. I wake up at five every morning, whether it's my day off or not. It just I can't help it. So I would love to try to oversleep. Yeah, I'm a big sleeper. I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> And I'm, I wish I could sleep, but I have two kids under the age of three and, again, one on the way. So sleep is like, you know, I'll see it in 20 years maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, William and Shannon, for joining us. It's really been fun. Uh, where can folks find you online? Well, usually on Instagram, uh, William underscore Mankin. And- uh, tree and Shield. Uh, is that it's just, yeah, it's just Shield. Shield. <laughs> I don't even know my own yeah. uh, and we, we dabble in Twitter a little bit, but mostly Instagram. Yeah, Twitter's too angry nowadays, so we, we, we try to stick with the Instagram. Oh, ain't that the truth? Just everybody say, mm -hmm. type, type, type. I'll just take the pictures. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again for being here, and thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Feel free to share us with someone you know. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and maybe Twitter, this, that underscore pod, and visit our website, thisthatpod.com. Uh, for Danielle, I'm Stephanie. We thank you. We Shannon you. And remember, with friends, anything is possible. Bye. Thank you. This, That, and the Other Thing with Danielle Messina and Stephanie Rossi is recorded at Landbridge Records. Special thanks to Rigby for providing our theme song and incidentals. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at this, that, underscore pod, and our website, thisthatpod.com.
In a crisis, I would be uh, throwing up is not an option. <laughs> Barb, that's not important at all. <laughs> Clearly, they didn't think so because, geez, they just killed her right <laughs> off. No justice for Barb. Uh, Who'd you get? Mike. <gasps> Me too. Yay. You're brave and trusting. Except when you have to panic and puke people. all over yourself. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know Anthony likes the Greek yogurt. Try it. Which I have now. And I have avocado. Oh, my God. I could do it. <gasps> I have all oh. the things to make it. Wow. What are the odds of that? That's happening. All right. Oh, I deleted our conversation in my messages. I never delete med- that. I never delete Oh, that. no. <laughs> I don't know what happened. 